This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Who's the big hubbub? Everybody's all excited. Finally get something in that empty uh, hometown buffet lot that's... Uh... Okay, so talk to me about the lot. What, what's what's there? What's not there? Uh, so this is the lot that's in front of Lowe's. Yes. Uh, the hometown buffet uh, was there. They've for, been closed for a, for a long time. time. It's a church for a minute, right? Yeah, they... they uh, uh, got permission from us to use that as a temporary meeting place while their their actual building was being renovated. Um, so they were in there for, yeah, about a minute and a half. Um, but uh, yeah, we finally got uh, uh, somebody interested in doing something with that property there. Okay. So how big a Starbucks store are we talking about? Because I mean, there's a lot of property there. Yeah. I think what the, what the projection is and, and the plan that's been presented to planning and zoning is to build a brand new building to the north end of that big parking lot. Okay. Um, and then I believe the intent is to convert the old hometown buffet building into a retail uh, two or three strip mall kind of a uh, retail opportunity, you know, a couple different. All right. It closed in February of 2016 uh, to give you the uh, yeah. open in 1994. Uh, but wasn't it originally... Or what was the buffet that was in Brettwood Village? Old Country Old Buffet. Country, Old Country Buffet. buffet. Okay. Uh, same company. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know the history of the company. But anyway, so it's been a minute uh, uh, since yeah. something's been there. Now, I would assume, uh, I'm not a developer, but that there's a huge high traffic count that comes with the Starbucks that, that by getting this first might drive the decisions for other people to want to be there. Well, that, yeah, as far as I mean, you've got destination the, place. Yeah, if you got the cars coming in there, what else can go into that property that it makes that, sense? That would be a, a similar interest. Uh, um, you know, we've got the traffic count going through on, on Route 51 and on I 72 to attract the customers to there. Um, I think, you know, I think, like you said, Starbucks ends up being a destination. And the fans of Starbucks are going to find it wherever it is, and they're going to go. Well, yeah, if I'm a retail operation uh, guy, uh, I, you know, the, the traffic count on 51, yeah, but a lot of it's just traffic on 51. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean they're pulling off to come to your place. But you can build right next to a Starbucks. I think you got a built-in audience already if you're smart about what it is you're trying to do. Yeah, they've got the advantage of having that location there. You've got a lot of people who don't live in Decatur or Forsyth that come to Decatur to work or or for different reasons on a regular basis. So they could stop off there and get their coffee. Um, even if they aren't coming to Decatur to work or, or shop, it gives them another destination to to come and stop off. So. A lot of people in Decatur driving up to Bloomington to go work at Rivian, yep. Yep. Uh, go through, you know, to get their coffee. So it works all kinds yeah. of ways. So what's the timeline on this? Uh, planning and zoning meeting is this uh, Thursday, I believe, if I'm correct. And then uh, assuming what they'll come, uh, what the recommendations are from the planning and zoning commission, um, those will come before the full board, uh, most likely at our next full board meeting on March 7th. Um, so I think they've got a uh, variance request on lighting and parking and then there's their signage. So um, we just have to go through that that legal process of uh, following the, the rules as far as approving those variances. And then uh, I, I have to check with uh, Jill or them with as far as what their construction timeline is. OK. All right. So are there other conversations going on behind the scenes that you can't talk about? I mean, as far as the the development of that area? There's there's always lots of stuff that that we get phone calls from outside developers. Sometimes we don't even know who they're representing. They'll talk to staff and they're interested in what open properties we have, what empty buildings we have if they don't want to build brand new, um, what 
green lots there are if they want to build from scratch. And so those conversations sometimes, you know, we never know about them on the board because they're, they're inquiries yet. and they're just curious. Um, uh, so our, our goal for staff is to be available and answer those questions and, and be competitive and, and promote what we have available as far as the, you know, the, the traffic count, the, the hotel uh, stays that that are there in Forsyth and and that customer base that potential customer base for whatever business is interested. All right. Well, uh, while you're waiting for the uh, uh, the coffee shop, the Shamrock Shake is back at McDonald's for its fiftieth fifty third year. Is that right? Yeah, long time. Started in nineteen seventy. I, I, I have a confession to make. I've never had one. You've never had one. I've never ordered one. I've tasted one. It's not my thing. They're good. Yeah. Are they? What, what what does it taste like? It's got a, a a minty taste. I mean, it's you know not just green food coloring. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the liquid thin mint, really. That's what it is. Okay. Hey, can I do a follow up coffee question? So sure, sure. so Ziggy's man was like right over my shamrock thing. I thought that was like you'd be well, excited. We, yeah, or, that's, I'm happy. <laughs> supporting it's back. Gary, you know, yeah. local, you know. Well, for sure. Yeah. Ziggy's, uh, the national franchise, was going to come here, and that didn't work out. Has this, uh, has this Is this a result of that now being a space to be filled? Is Ziggy's now maybe reengaged? I'm what sure is Ziggy's? They, it was a, a, another coffee chain. Ziggy's uh. was a, a different coffee chain that offered sandwiches and kind of a little bit more menu than what Starbucks offers. Uh, they had uh, talked to us for a while about uh, coming into uh, an open lot in front of Menards. Um, that was, I think, just a, a series of issues that weren't related to the village of Forsyth, more were, were related to construction issues and banking issues coming out of the pandemic that they just, um, as of right now, they've, they've decided to put a hold on those plans. We haven't heard anything as far as if that's going to, but I, I don't think these are related, um, but I don't always know what goes on behind uh, behind doors. I don't think there's anything normal in the last three years uh, in and around development. I mean, it's just been a different twilight zone kind of time. Uh, as you said, conversations were underway, then funding changed automatically. I mean, everything. It's been really dicey. Yeah, interest rates have been going up, and so that suddenly makes things more expensive on top of shortage of construction materials, higher cost of everything. materials, labor, shortage of labor, yeah. um, all of that. So, I mean, I know you know coffee shops are a big deal. You've got the new one, I think, that's being built there next to the McDonald's on uh, – just across from Brentwood Village. Um, and then the other one that's being built in front of Royal King, uh, that shopping center there on the south side of Decatur. So um, I think you said earlier that, you know, someone you had talked to said what's good for coffee is good for coffee. Yeah, so. yeah but, well, you listen, years ago you could walk out of a hotel in Seattle and count four to six Starbucks just in your line of view. And I never understood that, but evidently it worked. It was a business model that worked for and years and years. You see all the uh, fast food chains upping their coffee menus and all the C stores or convenience stores mm -hmm. now with the bars in it. It is it is a huge space. And and I, good for all of them. I'm so spoiled. I got it right here. Uh, I don't have to go you don't stand have to do in line. Anything. I can do anything. Best coffee in town. Uh, <laughs> no doubt. All right. What else is happening out in, uh, in Forsyth? Well, we had days? an interesting January. First time I never would have thought being on the board that we would cancel a board meeting because of a tornado warning at <laughs> yep. 6 p.m. in January, but uh, uh, I was on the phone with Jill, and we were, okay, tornado sirens are going on. Uh, what Do we delay the meeting? Do we just send everybody home? And let's say, what we'll just be safe and cancel it. And 
Uh, so uh, some normal stuff going on as far as outfitting the new squad uh, sheriff's deputy vehicle. Um, we uh, offsetting the cost of that. We had a sedan that was an older sedan that we used that we sold back to the sheriff's department that uh, they can use. Did, did, did anything at all just sound Barney Fife to you as you were saying that? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just, it's just compare and contrast. You're worried about, not worried, but you're, you're meeting about the vehicle, the vehicle. Well, no, that's, that's where we've said we've, we've been behind on, on no, replacing them because of supply chain. Them? How many do you have? We have five vehicles. Oh, okay. Well, you were talking about a sedan and a. We've been shifting over to Ford Explorers, and uh, so there was one sedan that was left that I was the you. oldest, and uh, so we were going to trade that in, but the Sheriff's Department said they had uses ah. for it, so we sold that to the Sheriff's Department, and we have a new Explorer for the deputies to use. So. All right, and those deputies work for you or work for the Sheriff's Department paid by you? We have a contract with the Sheriff's Department that we have full-time deputies assigned to the village of Forsyth. Now they can go, they're still sheriff's deputies. They still have authority anywhere in Macon County. But you're offsetting the, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I think some of these places try to have their own departments and it doesn't make any sense at all. We've looked at that and, and the cost, you know, it's, it's a significant cost, but when you say we've got access to the sheriff's department, uh, detectives, their, you know, so you feel like complaints process, the, that, that the benefit to that versus yes. the expense of doing it yourself. Yes. And we don't have, it's, it's an efficiency that we have by, instead of doing it ourselves, we just contract with the sheriff's department and they know that they have that dedicated five spots that, uh, are, are being, you know, filled in patrolling Forsyth, but they also have them available if there's anything else going on in Macon County. Sorry, I was looking for my invitation. <laughs> this probably already happened. February 16th. Yep. Uh, they ha You had a, a dedication for the new middle school. New middle school. Um, yep, that uh, they were taking advantage of the, the three-day weekend this past weekend, I think, to finalize getting everybody moved over and everything. So uh, I was up at the high school for the regional basketball game Saturday night and... Uh, have you been in the new middle school? I haven't been in the new middle school yet. I didn't wasn't able to make the open house, so I'm going to wander over there next time i'm up there this is uh, obviously a rendering i haven't seen it in person but it looks nice yeah it looks real nice when you go by on uh, 51 as you do, do the bypass there so they reconfigured a couple of the the street directions there as far as uh parking lot access but uh, i think it overall it gives us better gives the school district better parking there for the middle school high school combined and it Again, talking about efficiencies, having those two buildings connected there, there's some efficiencies with uh, having that connected with the high school. Uh, Lindsay was in the band in high school. Part of their job was to move the cows off the field before the football game. Is that for real? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That place is beautiful now. It's hard to imagine it like that. Well, wasn't that long ago. I know. Ago. I know. <laughs> uh, you know, progress. Uh, for sure. Uh, all right. So what's next uh, on, on, you know, the mall? Uh, I know that's just an has to be an ongoing conversation. What's the latest there? If there is a latest. Uh, same thing we've talked about before, as far as just trying to keep that conversation going, as far as new interest. You know, like you said, if if we've got an empty building and an empty property that now has a Starbucks on it and potentially other retail uh you know, does that bring more interest for other businesses to be there? Um, Creckles will be opening, I believe it's at the end of the month. Uh, so uh, I think he's got pretty much most all of his remodel and build out. I've seen some pictures on social media. So 
that's another exciting thing for us. So we have a few extra buildings that uh, uh, are are empty right now, such as the old Pier One Import Store, um, things like that. That that staff is helping to market by our economic development page. What, what, of our is, website. what does that look like now, though? I mean, you know, it, it's so different than it was. It, it, you know, I mean, yes, there have been cycles of like downtowns versus malls, mm. but then now it's Amazon. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, I just I don't know that that mall outside of like the Mall of America, that's some right. sort of destination place. I just don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I think it, I think it has to be you know smaller shops, retail, you know, you know whether it's a, a concentration of food stores or what kind of things do you still have to go out and you know people want to you know there's a lot of clothes that people buy online, but then there's certain things that people want to touch and feel and try out. And you know, I read something one time that Best Buy executive was talking about their stores are really some place for people to go and see the electronics before they order it online. So it's almost like it's a showroom as opposed to a retail spot. Yeah, but how do you make money off that? You, you know, yesterday I, I went to S- uh, Springfield and it reminded me on in the White Oaks Mall that's owned by Simon, they sold the Sears location for $3.5 million to the state of Illinois. And it's being renovated for like the EPA office and another state agency because the, the high-speed rail goes through their existing facilities. Okay. But but it looks like a major renovation, an entirely Herculean. I'm like, they're certainly not expanding that. And I, I researched it. I mean, so they've pivoted from retail well, but, and just using but, the space. Right, but using the space isn't going to put the money in the coffers for exactly right. like retail. Yeah. Exactly no, right. but the advantage they might have in that situation is if you've got a bunch of people working there every day as far as a yeah, workspace, build an audience. now you got additional restaurant a little what do they do at lunchtime what do they do before and after yeah i I, and i just don't know how it all shakes out at the end like consumption habits versus length of travel versus proximity versus ease of your ipad i don't Mm -hmm. know how all of that works i mean i don't think we're there yet but but who knows no it's definitely i think it's a transition period i think uh you know what uh, you know, we, we, there's, there's a strong demand. There's a, you know, interest in that property because of the traffic flow through there and, and the hotel rooms that are there. So you, you have that, um, customer base that's there. We've just got to figure out with the developers, you know, what, what type of facility needs to go in there. But, uh, you look at the old Montgomery Ward building downtown here that Ameren Illinois Power took over years ago. Sure. I mean, you know, Montgomery Ward went out of business, but then that building became a a uh, workplace uh, <clears throat> for for a local business. Sure. It's always it, it, we've always had this, but we've never had as much to choose mm-hmm. from as we do now. I mean, that's the difference, <laughs> uh, the X factor. Uh, yep. You know, before it was, you know, we'd do this, and then it would roll back to this, and then we'd roll back to that, and and now it's like there's so many things in the equation. I don't know what it looks like, including how the consumers now have the power to decide. Well, that, I mean, if I wanted I, to go to a nice store in Decatur, I'd go to Von Mar because, you know, or the Brass Horn, you know, you had a couple of options. You know, now, you know, they can't possibly carry everything, you know, but everything is available. Now they've figured out here how to do it with service and, mm-hmm. and how to know your name. And, and, you know, they do it in a very personalized way that a screen's never going to be for you. you. You know, so that they figured that out. I don't know what Von Mar does. Yeah, it, 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 I agree with you. I think I don't think there's been a time when the customer or the consumer has had more 
more power right. of deciding where they go, what they do, where, where they shop. And, and some of that may be, I want to support local. Yeah. Um, some of that may be, Hey, the convenience but, of having it delivered to sure. my front door. But when I say support local, I know George and Ryan. I, when I say local, yeah. I don't know the owners of Amar. Mm-hmm. Not that there's not a local store helping well, you guys even, do what you even do, go to but it's not that same relationship. Yeah. To even going to the, the, the two openings that we have from a food perspective, you know, I'm excited about Crackles because that's a local sure. business, local family. Uh, How's you know, Panda Express is doing? Uh, <laughs> made my first uh, couple trips over there, and it's a nice, uh, nice facility. More seating area than the uh, the mall store. Uh, I, I think uh, I think they had a few bugs as far as the soft opening, grand opening, like any any business does. But uh, seems like they're going strong and. Uh, got my orange chicken and my chow mein noodles. And, yeah, good for them. I, yeah, people are so, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you like to go right when something opens. I generally wait because I know no matter what it is. I'll hop in day one if I, I know can. You, I know you are. <laughs> but, but I think people that do that ought to also have realistic expectations about what they're hopping into. Absolutely. And, and have some grace. Because now, if it's a year later and it's still doing that, then, you know, okay, that there, there's a problem. But the first week or two, it's like, good gracious. Don and I tried the out the world. Don and I tried out the new Huddle House for breakfast yesterday. And I've not been, but I, I, everything packed, I hear is like. It was busy. Yeah. They were out of fruit. Um, but, you know, again, that's the learning curve of how much do you order? Do you order too much or not enough? And then you got to throw it away. Yeah, I, yeah it's, it's clear. Just let people hit their stride. We still, need, we still need to try out the. Uh, uh, the new seafood place. That parking lot's been full. Uh, you crab know, lobster? Crab lobster. They've been uh, going been gangbusters. And? What do you think? Loved it. I love it. We've got two options. Well, give me the experience. So walk me through. Okay. I haven't been there. So the, the, the boils in the bag is is now a thing. We've got multiple options in Decatur for that now, which was is new, where you pick your, your kind of seafood, and it comes with potatoes and corn and whatever seasonings that you want. They boil it. They bring it out in a bag. They give you a bib. And and you you pick through it. it it's it's really high end. It's really good. They also have hibachi, not to sit at, but you can order it. They do it in the back and bring it to you. But yeah, I had a great time there. Look good. Reminds me of a crawfish boil that I was yeah. at in uh, in uh, Alabama. Years That's exactly ago. what it's meant to be. Just pile, boil it, All right, well, pour it out on so, a big table. So what's the ambiance inside? Is it sit down? Yeah, it's a sit down restaurant. I mean, what's the decoration, the um, decor? Is there music? What kind? Um, it, it, they've got a pergola in the middle. It looked like maybe some tables would go underneath it. Uh, think like sort of along the same line as Red Lobster. You That's know, the, the docky kind of. Get like Jimmy Buffett on there. <laughs> no, it's not like that. <laughs> But yeah, it's a, it's a good place to stop too. All right, mm-hmm. good. It's all death to me, but I think all you all can enjoy. The shrimp is what they call that yacht rock. Uh, yeah. No, I'm talking about just seafood allergies. Uh, um, you could do it like a sausage boil. Yeah, but they're all being cooked in the same area. I I doubt that sausage wouldn't be cooked in the same way. No, no, it's in. If you have, oh, in the kitchen, yeah, I guess if you're deathly to it, stay out of the building. Yes. You're gonna just be you're gonna be Will Smith from Hitch. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, just stay I out of the Not only Ryan. can I not believe you can reference that movie, the title of that movie, that's strange. That was a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, but when when he has the seafood, that's hilarious. No, I, I I remember. <laughs> Watched it on VHS, I think. Yeah, and Crackles, I was told, 
they're targeting March 1st, targeting. Yeah. So hopefully that'll happen right at the beginning. Well, that, close. you know, you got your coffee, you got your, yep. your Decatur burgers, and you got your, your, you know, your fish boil, your, you know, in a bag, you can take yeah. home your stuff. You got multiple choices when yeah. you come out to Forsyth. Good for you guys. Now, if we could only see a movie up there again. Come on, guys. Yeah, I I, I need to talk to Jill about that as far as where we are with uh, what I think third different company trying to figure out how to do that. Look, it, things are going to change. Uh, I'm not. I, I don't think movies are going away, but you're not going to have twelve theaters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just there's just not enough audience for it. Yeah, it was more being silly about no, this, but, the use of that space. But it's my point place, is that yeah. you know, it's like the hospitals argument. I mean, it's like you know, how many you know that the consumers there's a trade off for all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and that means less convenience for what you're used to in other areas uh, because the world's changing. Well, yeah, you know, you're you're covering your costs is participation times your admission fee. And yes. If your participation is down, people aren't going to pay the admission fee that you would need to cover your costs. And so and COVID being an accelerator, a lot of this stuff that would have happened down the road has just been sped up to right now. And we're, we're going to see a lot of change. Well, there's more places that have IMAX and then or like the dinner or the have a beer Brand while you're watching a movie, yeah. you know, that yeah. that experience kind of a thing. Well, as that's opposed I, to just, I told Skip, you know, I mean, it, it's those boutique type kind of experiences that are going to, you know, it's harder for the big corporate, you know, folks. Yeah. Because they want to do one size fits all everywhere they yeah. go. All right. Good. Good stuff, Dave. <laughs> Started really awkwardly with that dance, but it was pretty good after that. A lot of good stuff in Forsyth going on, huh? I think. Yeah. yeah. I, why not? Subway got renovated, too, by the way, out there. Looks yeah, great inside. They finally got the repairs finished from <laughs> driving through the front door of that. Which is a theme around here. People are driving into buildings well, around here. It was here. only, I think, three days after our subway got driven through that uh, the one in Mount Zion got driven through. And then the uh, CarQuest Auto Place on El Dorado. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Don Lee's is running an ad I, about you know, it. I, yeah, I, I see like when the city puts in those like you, you know like the the, uh, the the rails. Right. You're like, what? How? Why would you need to do that? You almost need big yellow barrels full of water why? in front of your business. Why would you teach people to drive? Learn well, how to those, put it in park. Those those uh, target the the big red red balls tra- are exactly the, right that. in front. Those aren't decorative. That's that's preventing Don't hit our store. <laughs> All right. It's cheaper to replace one of those big concrete. I, I got a, uh, this is a, a Forsyth resident, so this will make you happy. Okay. Uh, uh, Megan, uh, uh, you know, Berhaney. Yep. Uh, Our favorite. Sent me a text this morning uh, in December. Uh, an article posted on Naticator about an art contest through the ISBE and the Abraham Lincoln Museum. The contest was Home Is. The theme was to draw a depiction of what they thought home was to them. My daughter, Elizabeth Ten, entered the contest. Because she loves art and sketching, we were just notified this morning she was the runner-up out of all of those uh, entries, uh, and I got a uh, a copy of. I got to tell you, I'm really impressed with the ten year old's artwork. Very cool. Oh, cool. Way to go. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for sending that in, Megan. We'll uh, you know send that in to Jill, and maybe we can mm-hmm. get you covered in the stealing my scoop newsman. so that you can put it into a newsletter. It goes out to 600 people. I'm we're, getting, we're you're, you're preaching to your own. I'm trying to enhance the foresight experience yeah. for everyone. <laughs> we like recognizing uh, our our homegrown uh, success stories, our FFA champions, our state pole vault champion. We've we've had them into our board meetings. So, got that's the fun part of being an elected official. There you go. There you go. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.